So my, look, I got a title as a side note. Can I just teach on a side note today? Just a little bit. Okay. All right. And it's entitled Being Grounded and Productive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo, teacher, you just don't know. Mm. Jesus. How do a tree grow? How do a tree grow? That's right. It has to be rooted in some good soil. So when the storms come, all right. It seek out water. It it it, it those roots will travel far underground where you can't see them to get water. Mm. We need to explore the keys that are responsible for being grounded and productive and established in spiritual things. Mm. Mm. I, got, I, got, I got like I'm going to lift up some scriptures before us because I love scripture <laughs> y'all know something y'all know something <laughs> I, like that. I love that response you know God sees you through your pain Satan shows you your pain. I need us to know something about our God. God sees you through your pain. But Satan shows you your pain. Mm. Oh. First of all, God don't cause pain. No, he don't cause pain. He's not the cause of pain. <laughs> but why all this pain? It's a lot of purposes for pain. I'm not going to zero in on today because I'm going to come back. But your pain is designed for you to see a dimension of God that you would never see. Your pain is designed for you to see a dimension of God that you would otherwise never see. Woo! Elder. Good God about it. So it's going to make you think a little different about your pain. Wait a minute. The pain that I've been going through is for me. It's designed for me to see God in another dimension that he exists. Again, Satan shows you your pain, but God sees you through your pain. Wait a minute. I see you through your pain. Satan shows you your pain. He knows if he, if he can get you, listen, he knows if he can show you your pain, 
you're going to respond to your pain. Body, soul. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, that was just, that's just like, that was just something he gave to me. <laughs> that's just something he want me to, to say to y'all. So, you know, and, and it's, I'm, I don't know how, you, you can have a, a sermon written down, but <laughs> great. But he's still saying something according to what you need. And a shepherd's supposed to be able to feed you. So he gives me these, he give me these things, you know. So I, I will, I'm going to relay them to you. Now do what you want with them. And y'all got to get that though. God sees you through your pain. He, he saw Jesus through his pain on the cross. But Satan wanted to show him. The pain of his, watch this, pain of betrayal. See, he'll show you that, but God will see you through it. Love never fails. So a lot of times what's going on, God is saying, listen, I'm going to show you another dimension of, you, of me. But in order for me to do that, guess what? You're going to have to go to see me through this pain. Okay, see, he said, you're going to have to see me through this pain. It's like you gave birth before you ain't forget. You know how. Okay, he saw you through that pain. But Satan told you that epidural. All right. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> he said it right in it. Right in it. I'll give you a way of escape. All right. My goodness. I want to show y'all. Can I lift one scripture before I get into the, the other thing? I want to show you something that's important. Uh, go to Acts 2. Acts 2, Amplified 42 through 47. It's, it's our, our safest bet today as we're going through this shadow of the valley of death is to have the word before us. Amen. So watch what God is telling us right here. You ready? Let's read this. This is Acts chapter 2 at verse 42. The scripture reads, And they steadfastly persevered, mm. devoting themselves constantly to the instruction and fellowship of the apostles, to the breaking of bread, including the Lord's Supper mm-hmm. and prayers. Mm-hmm. Verse 43. And a sense of awe, reverential fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were performed through the apostles, the special messengers. Verse 44. And all who believed, who adhered to and trusted in and relied on Jesus Christ were united. And together they had everything in common. Hold on, hold on. And they were united all together. And everything they had in common. Because of the fellowship. That's why you can't stay home. Verse 45. Go ahead. And they sold their possessions. 
both their landed property and their movable goods and distributed the price among all mm. according as any had need. need. Verse 46. Stop, stop. See, we missed. That's a spiritual law right there. That's a spiritual law that we don't operate in. Nobody should be without in the body because of our fellowship. Because of our community of faith. Oh, man. Come on now. Come on. Continue. Verse 46. And day after day, they regularly assembled in the temple with united purpose. Hold on. Day after day. No, we just come three days out of the week. But they did it every day. Day after day after day. Okay, come on. And in their homes, they broke bread, including the Lord's Supper. They partook of their food with gladness mm. and simplicity mm. and generous hearts. Verse 47. Uh-huh. Constantly praising, praising God. God. Hallelujah. And being in favor. favor. Watch this. And goodwill with all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were being saved from spiritual death. Hold on. Constantly praising God and being in favor. When we do what we do, there's favor involved that you need. See, we, it, it's like it's all built in to our needs, to our fellowship. Y'all feel, feel me? See, this is why I said forsaken, not the assembly of yourselves together. Because you don't know what I'm doing in the fellowship. Because I know that you have need. And none of you should be without. From the fellowship. Could God Almighty. Go, let's just capitalize on this. Go to Galatians 6.10. <laughs> Woo. Band of God. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10. Come on. So then as occasion and opportunity open up to us. Uh. Let us do good. Morally to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. He said all people. That's the sinner, the witch doctor, the new ager, all people. Okay, do good. Spiritually good. Come on. Be mindful to be a blessing, mm. especially to those of the household of faith. Faith. Those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. Hold on, hold on. Now, you're supposed to make an extra effort. You're supposed to go all out for the ones outside. But for the ones that are in here, you're supposed to go an extra effort from them of the household of faith. Do we do that? Do we do that? We're going to be doing this. Woo! I'm saying right now, listen, be mindful to be a blessing. Especially, listen, it is, hold on, that's great, but now we're in another category. Now, now we are in another category with each other. Y'all see this? For those of the household of faith, those who belong, listen, to God's family. 
We are God's family. No, 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 no. This ain't blood right here. This is spirit. This ain't blood. This is spirit. That's what I'm trying to say. It's supposed to be now. That's what we put, listen, all our effort in. To the preservation of the faith, people of the household of faith. Ain't that us? Woo, that's good. That's just, I mean, you know, just want to give y'all a little scripture. Hmm. For us, how we should be thinking when we come to the house of God. You know, you ain't got to uh, broadcast. Just go up to that person. Holy Spirit, bring you what you need. Is that something you need? Or, or you can even say, you know what? <laughs> I have a need. See, see what I'm saying? See, we don't know how to how spiritually we're supposed to react. That's right. That's right. We're the family of the household of faith. <laughs> Do y'all see this? See, see, Renika, I'm trying to get us to really operate in God's love while we have a chance. While we have a chance. Oh, you better say that. See, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't act right. We don't treat each other right like they're the household of faith. He said, especially. He said, especially treat Dina in a special way because she's of the household of faith. No, 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 no. It said, treat, Tiff, listen, Tiffany and Tamika said, treat them special because they are the household of faith. That's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. We don't do that, do, do we? We don't do that anymore. Hmm. I'm going to get us right. That's why you do need a shepherd. Because a lot of us go astray. You got to get, no, guess why he got a rod with a staff. That's why he got a little hook on the end. Put it right over and then, you know, gently, gently. You don't snatch it. You do it gently. Just nudge him a little bit and see if they actually follow. You just nudge it, you nudge it a little in the direction you want him to go, just like the horse and the bit in the mouth. Right? All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got y'all. All right, amen. Well, love has an action. I need to see your love. It's easy to see your rebellion. I need to see your love. I need to see your love. Jesus. Wow. Wow, your pain is designed for you to see God in another dimension that you wouldn't otherwise see. Wow. It's powerful. Mm. Okay, y'all meditate on that. Here we go. A believer can not only grow, but can become stable. A believer can not only grow, 
but can become stable. This is <laughs> this right here. What I'm trying to get y'all is in the attempt to explore the keys to a grounded and productive Christian life. Amen. Somebody. It should matter to you and to God that your Christian life be grounded and productive. It should matter to you. Amen. Go to John. We word heavy for a few minutes. Go to John 15, 8. Amplified. Woo! Glory to God. The atmosphere is right. John chapter 15 at verse 8. Yes. When you bear or produce much fruit, my father is honored and glorified. Mm. And you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. Read that again. When you bear or produce much fruit, mm. my father is honored and glorified. And you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. Oh, my God. Can you just stop right there for a minute? So when you bear much fruit, much fruit, it says that the father is honored and glorified. Yeah, obviously the antithesis of that is the same. If you don't produce, that's why he said he cursed the tree. Die. I know how I created you. I know your abilities. I know you're rooted here and there's a storm going on, but you're still supposed to produce. Amen. Oh. Woo! Somebody say, okay, got it. God is love. Watch this. Go to 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Amen. I told you we got to have, have the words. That's what's wrong. We, we don't have the word. We got opinions. We need the word. Mm. See, Paul is speaking right here to the church of Corinth, right here, okay? Watch this. Now listen. Ready? This is 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, Doing more, more than, than enough, enough in the service of the Lord. In the service of the Lord. Knowing and being continually aware Where? that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never, never wasted. wasted or to no purpose. We are. We're going to read it. We're going to read it. We're going to read it again. Listen to this. Paul is speaking to the church of Corinth. He's telling the believers that they need to be steadfast, firm, unwavering, unmovable. Always. Did y'all hear this? See, this is why you have to be rooted deep in the word. Storm's going to come. 
What, what did you build your house on? What foundation? You built it on the sand or on the bedrock? See, so you, you can't just build a house on any land. You can't just build it on any, on any earth. You, you have to do what they call soil samples first to see how permeable the soil is. I mean, how much water does it hold? Because all that water is going to make the foundation, listen, unstable. You see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to, you know, make sure that we build our foundation on the solid rock. Love. Love. Y'all got to get this. Come on. Therefore, my beloved brethren, go ahead. Be firm. Firm. Steadfast. Immovable. Hold on, hold on. So there's going to be some things that move you. That could move you. But he's saying, be steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always being superior. Excelling. Doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. So what you're doing at the level you're doing right now ain't enough. It won't keep you. It won't keep you. Woo! Glory to God. Oh, y'all get the word here. Amen. Y'all get the word here. This is what happens. See, we don't realize you have a responsibility in the kingdom. Your responsibility ain't just to come and sit here. Grounded and productive. Oh, I got something. Why we don't believe we need to do this? This is important. Y'all ready? All right. Knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. And it is never wasted or to no purpose. If I'm in the kingdom, I pick up a piece of paper. The Lord told me that right there is profitable to me. Nothing I do for the kingdom. Cleaning the bathroom, whatever I do for the kingdom, which what? It's profitable. But he got to have something for you to do, to put your hands on. He got to have something for you to do, to obey. Oh, Jesus. Woo! Go to Ephesians 4.14. Mm. <laughs> Glory. Glory. Ephesians chapter 4 at verse 14. Yes. So then we may no longer be children. Look at that, here we go. Tossed like ships to and fro between chance gusts of teaching and wavering with every changing wind of doctrine. The prey of the cunning and cleverness of unscrupulous men, gamblers, Engaged in every shifting form of trickery in inventing errors to mislead. This right here is speaking of the fivefold ministry right here. In the King James Version, it says, henceforth, meaning the mature ones, the ones who have been built by the gifts. The ones that have been built by the pastors, the ones that have been built by the teachers, the evangelists, the prophets, and the apostles. 
Y'all hear me? Read it in King James. In the King James Version, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. There you go. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive you. Do y'all know when you're in rebellion, you're creating your own doctrine? That you follow? And you get other people to follow? This is why he's saying, watch this, wait a minute. Waiting around the corner, waiting to apprehend you. Do y'all understand what's happening here? He said, Henceforth, that means the mature ones, the ones that were built by the fivefold. The mature ones. Mm, mm, mm. See, there is a realm in the believer's walk of faith and truth where you can become unbendable. Supernaturally stable. Not tossed and turned from every video, every book you read. Every conference you've been to. Mm. The Holy Ghost knows exactly what you need. See, me telling you a bunch of stories ain't going to help your life. Me telling you a bunch of stories is not going to help your life. What, what you need is the truth. Where you at right now? We're supposed to be build, being built up for habitation, the Bible says. Glory to God. People playing church. There is a realm that believers walk in or the walk of faith and truth where you become, un, listen, bendable, supernaturally stable. See, that's the high level in God. That's the high level of God. Listen, where you are so fortified that deception, listen, become an impossibility or impossible experience for you. No, no. You can be so fortified, listen, that deception becomes an impossible experience for you. Watch this. That is possible. That is possible. I, I can speak for that for myself. I better if I'm standing before you. See, that's why I told y'all. I, uh, I came out of New Age and witchcraft. I know that. I know when witchcraft is being performed. It's telling you, don't be, don't be fooled by the sleight of hand of man. Tyson words. Them words change your chemistry to the molecular level inside of you. Words. I love you. See, it changes. It, it, it is a response, chemical response when I say that. This is why it's hard for people to break away from sometimes they're captives. They're abusers. Because it's a word that changes them inside. Okay. 
Y'all listen to me. There is a level where you're supposed to get that your mind is so fortified to deception. That it, it will be impossible for you to deceive me. I love you. It's impossible. Mm, mm, mm. Colossians. Let's go to Colossians. Let's go to Colossians 2. <laughs> Woo, this is my one right here. This is where I'm going to get teeth from. This one right here. Go to Colossians 2, 6 through 10. Well, just take one at a time. Just do six first. My God. This is Colossians chapter 2 at verse 6. The scripture reads, as you have therefore received Christ, mm -hmm. even Jesus the Lord, so walk, regulate your lives, and conduct yourselves in union with and conformity to him. Oh, in union. Hold on. In union. If we all weren't doing this in union. Ooh, what did he say it would do? It would regulate us. And your lives, listen, and conduct yourself, listen, and conduct yourself in union with the what? Of who, who, that, that him is capitalized. Oh. Regulate your life. It said, rooted. My goodness. Where did that at? Go to the next verse. At verse 7, have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him. Oh, wait, stop. The King James said rooted and built up in him. It didn't just say built up. It said built up in him. N not you. Okay, come on. Go ahead. Amplify. Have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, mm. fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him, him. becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith. So, so, so you see the growth? It is a continual thing. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. Just as you were, were taught. taught. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what teacher's trying to do. I am definitely teaching you how to be established, built up, rooted. Watch it. In love. That's ultimately your stabilizer. Jesus, my God. And established. In the faith. Hmm. Verse 8. At verse 8. Mm. See to it that no one carries you off as spoil. Mm. Or makes you yourselves captive by his so-called philosophy. And intellectualism and vain deceit. Idle fancies and plain nonsense. Mm. Following human tradition. Men's ideas 
of the material rather than the spiritual world. See? Just crude notions following the rudimentary and elemental teachings of the universe mm. and disregarding the teachings of Christ, the Messiah. Messiah. Okay. All right. This verse 8. This verse 8 right here. These are the many ways that men can vacillate. Okay? Vacillate meaning to alter or an alternate or waver between different opinions, actions, or indecisiveness. Vacillation. The King James, go, go read that in the King James. Come on, let's do the King James right quick. In the King James Version, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Watch this. Watch this. Lest any man spoil you. Vacillate you spiritually. Have you indecisive? Can't make decisions. The first one is said philosophy of men. Less the I love what it said. It said, "Wait, I get down one, get ahead of myself." Number two, it said vain deceit, tradition. And number three, rudiment, rudiments of the world, the systems, the principles of this fallen world, and not after Christ. Y'all, y'all, listen to this. Philosophies, vain deceit, and the rudiments of this world. It is possible that a man can just live his life manifesting knowledge that comes from philosophy. Yeah, he can live his life like that. You see it all the time. It's in the world. <laughs> and in the church. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Vain deceit is just a tradition of men. That's what that means. Most of us, watch this, just because our lives, listen, most of us, I want to say this. Most of, our, most of us just adjust our lives. To fit the tradition of men. I can say one word. Holiday. Most of us. Adjust our lives to fit the traditions of men. And call it. God's way of doing things. Mm, mm, mm. There you go. All right. I came through the door in the back, and the music was playing. I was like, yes. Anything I saw, but I saw him. Yeah, yellow shirt on so you can see him. All right. It was good, though. I like it. It made my soul feel good. Listen. You can't gain stability through the tradition of men, through the rudiments of this world systems. It's the wrong foundation in the kingdom of God. These three things destroy us, Paul is telling us. The Bible said, beware. He said, beware of these things. 
It's also says, beware lest any man, not demons, not angels. It said that any man. Prophesy to yourself. Say, be aware. aware. Say it again. Be aware. aware. All right. Prophesy to your own self. When you read this right here, it said the word spoil, right? The word spoil right here in that chapter doesn't mean corrupt. It means to plunder, to steal from like an asset or a treasure. Mm. Go to 2 Corinthians. Find out treasure. Go to 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 11, Amplified. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 at verse 7. However, we possess this precious treasure, the divine light of the gospel, in frail human vessels of earth, that the grandeur and exceeding greatness of the power may be shown to be from God mm. and not from ourselves. Good gracious. Verse 8. We are hedged in, pressed on every side, troubled and oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We suffer embarrassments mm. and are perplexed and unable to find a way out, but not driven to despair. Mm. Verse 9, we are pursued, persecuted, and hard driven, but not deserted to stand alone. Ah. <laughs> we are struck down to the ground, mm. but never struck out. Out Verse 10, always carrying about in the body the liability Uh and exposure to the same putting to death Mm. that the Lord Jesus suffered. So that the resurrection, the life of Jesus, also may be shown forth by and in In our bodies. My God. Verse 11. Verse 11. For we who live are constantly experiencing being handed over to death for Jesus' sake. Mm. That the resurrection life of Jesus. Resurrection life of Jesus. Also may be evidenced through our flesh. Flesh. Which is liable to death. Oh. Do y'all, do y'all, I need to know. I need to know where y'all been. I need to know who life y'all been living. Do y'all see this? See, I'm told y'all, we as believers and Christians, we do not know how we are to function in this realm of spirituality. Do y'all hear this right here? See, we have to get it. That Jesus is that treasure. That we have in us. That these three things 
make spoil. You got to make sure that these, these three things will make spoil of you. He says, beware. Philosophies of men. Vainglory, the traditions. And the rudiments of this world, the systems, will plunder, steal the treasure in us. Jesus. Salvation. We, we walk around in this deception that we are saved. But there is a criteria that you have to meet to be saved. Then you got to be careful with the other philosophy and tradition of men of once saved, always saved. Then why be saved? Why do anything? I could just say, accept them. Let's see, that's the false doctrine. And continue my life as I always have. Unforgiving. Lying. Not loving. Not kind. Not humble. I can continue in that way. I want to know, are you saved? But the scripture just plainly tells you there's a conduct that was supposed to happen with us. Hmm. See how he got us duped? He got us deceived? God sees you through your pain. Satan shows you your pain. That's exactly what we do. What we see. Naturally. So when it's time to interact with you spiritually, neither one of us know how to react. See? <laughs> I'm trying to act with you spiritually, but you don't want to interact with me spiritually. That, that's, why, that's why we have a lot of conflict in church. Because out of like, you know, the 5,000 people there, you got 10 who are actually spiritual. Wide is the gate to destruction. Narrow is that gate to where? I need to know. Do y'all know what gate y'all, what line y'all in? What line are y'all in? Well, the narrow one's going to have a lot of things in it that could actually cut you and give harm to you. That's where many of the afflictions of the righteous is. That line. Who want to be in that line? We're all supposed to be in that line. <laughs> out? No. I'm getting out. This vainglory, the tradition of men, has so robbed us, watch this, of our true identity and our true power and our faith to believe and trust God. Teacher, this vain glory, the traditions of men, has so robbed us of our true 
identity. And our true power in our faith to believe and trust God. Most of the Christian life is not in truth. Most of the Christian life is not in truth. And definitely not lived out as God has stated. Right there is a problem. Mm. Nothing like swiping your car and you can't get in. I got the card. Mm. I, I, can't, I, I got the card. Got my name on it and all. Address. I'm swiping. I can't, I can't make a withdrawal. No, you got funds in there. You got funds in there. But what happens is sin demagnetizes your card, your swiper. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I thought it worked. It demagnetized it. It can't track it. Sin does that. The card won't work. The card. Mm, 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 yep. Oh God. Sent right to you. Y'all hear what I just said about this? Oh. Listen to this. The tradition of men has definitely robbed us of our true identity and true power. God has plainly shown us with Jesus being our perfect example to follow. First Peter. I love this word of God. First Peter. See if this hit anybody. First Peter 2, 21 through 25. I love the word. Y'all love the word. And word just colors right. This set me straight. You ready? First Peter chapter 2 beginning at verse 21. The scripture reads, For even to this were you called. It is inseparable from your vocation. Mm. For Christ also suffered for you, leaving you his personal example. Hold up. <laughs> he, he left us his perfect example of your suffering. What you going through. He is the perfect example for that. Go ahead, go ahead. So that you should follow in his footsteps. Hold on. I, wait a minute. I don't even have to think about it. I just need to follow. There they go the steps right there. I just need to follow the steps. If I just follow his steps through this process, guess what? I'm going to be all right. If I, he's the perfect, I just need to follow his steps. The steps of a good man are already ordered. Amen. Go ahead. Verse 22. He was guilty of no sin. Neither was deceit or guile ever found on his lips. Watch this. When you got saved, you were not guilty either. You're not guilty of your sin either now. He's not judging you on that now. 
what you're going to, I'm going to be judged on, on the word that we heard and how did I apply it to my life. That's what you will be judged on, not your sin. What did you do with the word that you heard? So if you can't go and tell me that I couldn't forgive because they hurt me, he's going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. You, you didn't follow my example. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read. Read. Verse 23. Hold, hold on. No, go back. Go back. Go ahead. He was guilty of no sin. Yeah. Neither was deceit or guile ever found on his lips. On his lips. They're accusing me, but he opened not his mouth. They wronged me, but there was no guilt found on his lips. No gossip. No, nothing. No. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. Perfect example. Go ahead. And verse 23. When he was reviled and insulted, Ooh. he did not revile or offer insult in return. No, 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 no. Do we do that? Do we do that? No, we, what they say, clap back, whatever. Yeah, something like that. That's what y'all be saying. I know what y'all, pastor got to be up on it. Y'all be talking stuff. Look at that. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Start at the top again, man of God. Sorry, Elder. Mary, I'm sorry. All right. when, he was, when he was reviled and insulted. Look at this. He did not revile or offer insult in return. Look at the character. Look at his character. Come on. When he was abused. Oh, oh, oh. And suffered. He made no threats of vengeance. He made no threats of vengeance. See how the Christian is? See how the Christian is? This is what Christians do. We do the opposite. <laughs> Just let the word find you. That's what it's designed to do. It found me. That's why I can live right, because it found me. Okay. All right. Come on, man of God. Let's finish this. He made no threats of vengeance. Uh-huh. But he trusted himself Self. and everything, everything to him who judges Just. fairly. Oh, oh, himself. Go ahead. Continue. Verse 24. He knew what was in him. Oh, thank you, Lord. Uh -huh. He personally bore our sins. Look at that. In his own body on the tree mm. as on an altar uh, and offered himself on it uh. that we might die. Cease to exist. Come on. To sin and live to righteousness. Jesus. By his wounds, you have been healed. Healed. No, 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 they hurt me. No, no, no. You have been healed by his wounds, not yours. I told you that scar is there to identify that I have a healer. Good God Almighty. Woo! Did we finish that, men of God? Verse 25. 25. For you were going astray Look at like that. so many sheep, but now you have come back to the shepherd. Oh, 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 oh! 
the bishop of your soul. The bishop of your soul. If God ain't talking to some of y'all in here right now, if God ain't talking to some of y'all in here right now, woo, tell me he ain't talking to some of y'all. Raise your hand if he's talking to you. Raise your hand if he's talking to you. Is he talking to you? Is he talking to you? Is he raise your hand? Everybody, raise your hand if he's talking to you. Do y'all see that right there? For you are all going astray. Like so many. He said like so many. So many sheep. He said sheep. But now you have come back to the shepherd and guardian. That's right. That's right. That's right. Your shepherd and guardian. The bishop of your soul. Emissary watcher over. That's my job. Jesus. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Almost finished. Almost let y'all go. Mm. That's good right there, ain't it? You, and I can't hear from God. You're going to hear from God from the voice of God, from the man of God. That's why you're going to hear God. See, that's the thing. I'm trying to tell you. She said, that's the generation of curse has been broken. I set myself in agreement with you. See, y'all, I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all, we got to get this. The word of God is true. See, if you can receive this, you'll have instantaneously growth. You, you can pass that test and now go to the next one. Because there's going to be a next one. It depends on how you went through the last one. Mm. Prepares you how you go through the next one. Y'all following me? Jesus, my God. Ooh, but now you have come back to the shepherd and guardian, the bishop of my soul. Mm, mm, mm. If you don't know God is talking to you, I don't know if God is talking. He just, I told y'all. He speaks to the shepherd for you. But if you just see, is Roderick Walker up here? I gave a full one. If that's all you see, then that's all you can receive. You can just see the flesh part of me. But not the spiritual part. I mean, as so many sheep have. You just standing there because you want to be cute. I'm just joking. You got to sit down. Y'all got y'all gonna give me my time today. Mm -mm. She can take it. She's my wife. She know it. She's my wife. Mm -mm. She know I did. Um, we fine. Okay, okay. Well, we we will. Yes, ma'am. You can tell me that from right there. Just making me nervous. You're making me nervous. All right, all right. Y'all know we do this every Sunday, man. All right. I mean, come on, Frida. Frida. All right. If people watching online, I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. Watch this. Let me get y'all back. 
This one is the danger. This is, this is very dangerous. The rudiments of the world. See, we ain't even taught on that. We, we read over that gloss writer. We don't even know what the heck he's talking about. This is a very dangerous one. This is how it's done. It's amazing how many people, destinies have been ruined perpetually. One of the ways people have become failures in life is by aligning to a tradition or a pattern that has been, listen, obeyed for a long, long time. Just because someone did something and kept doing it over and over again for decades, they can't, listen, they can tell you this is how it's done. Mm -mm. This is how how we do it in this ministry. Y'all follow me? This is how we do it in this ministry. They don't make it right. You put a Christmas tree up every year. That's how we always do it. And you ain't going to come in here and tell me that's not what we're going to do. You ain't going to tell me I can't have one in my house. Mm. Rudiments. Tradition of men. No understanding. That's what we get. He said, but all by getting, get an understanding. Oh, Jesus. Okay, watch this. Hmm. So when they've, when they've done that, like that traditionally like that, and over and over decades, and they're saying this is right, right? This is in ministry. All they're doing is marketing to you their template of spirituality. That's all they're marketing to you. And most of the time, they're not even serious about God. You got people that work in church, they ain't serious about God. We're just going to follow the tradition. Church to a lot of people is just business. And not a relationship with God and man. See? Rudiment. This is the rudiment of the world. People just read the word, but they don't really love the Lord. And they don't really love the word, but they read it. Because there's no way you could do the things that you do to the word. When you do that, you make the word a lie. When you say you can't do this or you're in rebellion, you do that, you're making the word to be a lie. It is 100% true. Rudiments of the world. Can a man or a woman of God be stable spiritually? Can you sitting right here be stable spiritually, unmovable? About whatever somebody say, whatever somebody do, can you be spiritually stable? See? As a man and woman of God, it's important to realize that you are, watch this, mentoring and building people based on the truth that you are convicted about. Oh, y'all got to get this. Y'all want me to say that again? All right. As a man and a woman of God. You are actually mentoring and building people based on the truth that you are convicted of. Mm. Mm. 
Mm, that's deep right there. See, right there <laughs> will locate you very quickly. You just can't hide your heart or your intent from God. You can tell people all day, God is love. God is forgiveness. But based on the truth that you are convicted of. See, if you're not convicted of that, this is what you're mentoring them. See, it's a spiritual connection. You're mentoring out of the wrong heart, not truth. Because you're not convicted of the truth of what the word says. You're not convicted. Because if you were convicted, you change. If you was convicted, and listen, even if I'm not wrong, I'm going to go and apologize and repent to you. See, you're not convicted of the truth. See, I told y'all, it's based on the truth that you're convicted about. It's how you live. That's right. That's, all. That's exactly what it says. Tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Watch this. This is how so many of us walk around in unforgiveness unrepentant to others because we are not convicted based on the truth. Oh, yes, we are. God, well, he wouldn't give me this if this wasn't true. Yeah? If I even think I'm offended you, I'm going to immediately go to you. I ain't got to wait for that. I got Holy Ghost inside of me. And he's already convicted me because I know the truth. And I'm convicted of the truth. See how we are? Okay. Watch this. We just walk around in the old mindset of yesterday. And not the reality of the word of God for our lives today. (sighs) When people are loyal to you, that means that they have come to a point where either they were either through, through your track record or a divine revelation, which means that they have come to a point of, ex- of accepting your words as the word of God. Watch this. I said loyalty. It means that you have come to a point either by a track record. You've seen what I've done. Or by divine revelation, which means that you have come to a point of accepting your words as the word of God over their lives. So I'm talking about somebody's lawyer. So they have, what they have done is open up their spirit so that any communication that comes from this man of God should be received. Subconsciously, they have not, listen, subconsciously they have come to a point of comfort to follow you as you follow Christ. It says, be aware lest any man spoil you through philosophies, vainglory, and the rudiments of this world that are not after Christ. Watch this. It's funny how people believe in you today and tomorrow they don't. Today I believe in deliverance, but tomorrow I don't. I believe in tithing today, but I read a book 
And now I don't, listen, I don't believe in it. Rudiments of the world. I believe in the gifts of the spirit. But I read a book and now I don't. Those vacillations are very dangerous. Different opinions or actions, indecisiveness, must be, you must be stable and established in your faith. Look at what I read. Look at what I watch. I know the truth. I'm not going to be moved by this. This is what happens with people all the time. Do I speak in tongues? I've read a book and I read it and went online. And some say you do and some say you don't. But which one is it? See, if you didn't do that and you only had the word of God, you know which one to do. You would know. But here we go. The rudiments of this world. Traditions, vaingloriness of this world. Now listen to me. Watch this. I'm almost finished, teacher. The Hebrews were in the wilderness for 40 years, right? Oh, wait a minute. Before I went there. Before I went there. Oh, forgot that part. Hold on. I'm right there. Here we go. How do you know God is faithful? How do you know God is a faithful God? You've only been saved for 10 years. You've only been saved for 10 years. How do you know God is faithful? You've been saved for 20 years. How do you know God is faithful? You've been saved for 20 years. How do you know God is faithful? You haven't come to your end yet. To see that level of faithfulness. No, I'm, I, I got saved when you was eight, 18. You're 85 now. I'm saying, how do you know that he's faithful? You still haven't got the revelation that God is not a man. That he cannot lie. See, see. Just, just because you prayed for something and it didn't come out the way you thought it should be. You prayed for this person or whoever it was and they didn't turn out the way you thought it should be. Is God faithful? How do you know he's faithful? Just because it show up the way you want it to show up? Does that mean he's, he's faithful? Just because he didn't show up, he didn't do it? Does that mean he's not faithful? This is how we think. The Hebrews were in the wilderness for 40 years. And they still couldn't see that God was faithful. He did, he did all the miracles. They still couldn't see. Even with the miracles he performed for them, just like the miracles. Listen, just like the miracles of life he has given to us. For however old you are right now. Today. We still don't believe he's faithful to his word. Do y'all hear what I said? Even with the miracle of you waking up this morning and all of the mess that you got or whatever, you still don't believe that he's faithful. You don't believe that he's faithful. And what you in, he said, I already made a way out. The easy way out is to repent. Forgive. That's your way 
out. It's your way out and into. How else will you know that he's faithful? Oh, Jesus, my God. Listen to this. He has given us however many years we are today, and we still don't believe he's faithful to his word that you can forgive. You can stop what you're doing, whatever it is you're doing. Stop lying. Stop gossiping. He's faithful. See, how do you know he's faithful? Because I've been saved for 25 years. Does that equate that he's faithful? My life ain't over. I haven't come to my end yet to answer that question. But what I do know is that he's able. (laughs) See, that's what I know, that he's able. Jesus, my God. I'm done, teacher. Y'all rushing me. I mean, we're here for the Lord. This is the day he is truly made. Okay. That's all right. The more you bring her, the more she'll understand. The more you bring her, the more she'll understand. That's right. Put it, keep it right here. Glory to God. Can we give God a hand clap of praise for they brought the word to save to save our souls? I mean, He's doing the miraculous. I thank God for the word of God. He's faithful. It was good that I was afflicted. See that dimension of God. I understand. I understand. I just have to share with us really quickly. My God, the love of God today. Didn't he manifest evangelists? Oh, my Lord, my Lord. I came this, I, I, hey, I woke up this morning with the Lord on my side. I woke up this morning with the Lord on my side. I'm telling you, and I didn't sleep at all last night. My husband said, what? Babe, what's wrong? You're moving, you're turning. I said, I just can't sleep. I didn't know that the Lord was stirring something up in my soul. I didn't know the summation of the movement of Holy Spirit within me. started I have to share with you because I need us to know the move of God and how WM ministry is moving and how we're supposed to be moving with him it began with hacking your brain 2.0 on Friday night I keep telling everyone, it's it's a miracle that God handed to me. And I still say, who am I that he would hand me a miracle? 
and it deals with our mind. And I see why we struggle to love. As hard as we try to live the word of God, there is a work that we have to do that deals with the brain and the mind. Because it's in our DNA from the time that we were born and all the experiences that we have had, all the negative things, the trauma, is how now we interact with each other. And I realize, got to give you this summation and the buildup to the spiritual combustion that happened within me. So I studied all week long and counseled with people week before and the minds, dealing with people, minds, and then my mind. Didn't realize that hacking your brain 2.0 that I experienced it myself. The miracle. But it was what was pre- already ordained. See, a lot of you doing things or some few of you are doing things that you are, are impacting other people's lives spiritually whether you know it or not. When Minister Shamir prayed some weeks ago doing intercessory prayer and she prayed about Praying, going up and down Virginia Beach Boulevard. And I said, you just prayed what Holy Spirit prophesied through you that you're going to be doing. But then there was a connection that she made with some other God-fearing praying believers. And there was a march for Jesus where only a few believers in this whole community showed up. So few that the small group from us had to help them put the signs together. But they marched on. They marched for Jesus. Then there was another encounter. The ninth Hampton Roads prayer walk at Mount Trashmore on Saturday. So as I studied, I, I, I did all the talking on Friday night. I didn't go to bed till 5 o'clock in the morning. Got up 8.39 to be ready for the prayer walk. The natural thing to do, my body was tired, was stay in bed. We gathered believers that we didn't know naturally, but we knew them spiritually, and we had the same agenda. They had this systematic, strategic prayer. Five locations at Mount Trashmore. 
first location to pray for the government. Another location praying for the children. Another location praying for the broken, poor, those in impoverished area, impoverishing their mind. Fourth was to pray for the business in Hampton Road. And the fifth was education, technology, media. We had banners and sayings. And as we were walking, First of all, I realized my spiritual senses are stronger. I'm mindful of everybody's there. When I'm talking about everybody, I'm talking about our local WM. I know that intercessor fee is there, but I know that she still have a, a, a physical recovery. So I'm looking for her. Holy Spirit say, see, I, I, I'm learning, Pastor, that we have to move quick. First of all, your, your giftings need to start working. They need to, be go, they need to be on. Our giftings need to be on. And I said, she needs to just do one location. The Holy Spirit said, I didn't say it. And then she needs to be released. So I'm looking for her. Of course, you want to refuse it, but I, you got one stop, then you go on. WM Ministry, we prayed at every stop. You had somebody from WM that prayed at every location. Two at every location. Except my location. It was just me. And uh, she prayed. Pastor prayed. Went, went on to the, the youth area. And our people was moving a little slow for me. So I said, intercessor, stop. Get up. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to push. I'm ready to push up. Hurry up and get up there. Because look, I wanted our voice print Amen. to be in the air. She prayed. Prophets prayed over the youth in that area. Look, guess this. Here it is. I didn't plan to pray. My, look, my plan was just to pray for everyone that was praying. That was my plan. But as I got closer to the business, and that wasn't seemed like the area that I would just, you know, have a to pray but as I was just thanking God I started just thanking God and, and as I was thanking God he gave me what to pray for the business in that area Minister Shamir and Minister Al they prayed and Minister Brandon, she prayed. 
about it. Everyone that prayed, whether you realized it or not, it was with a fresh ear. I'm going to tell you how I know it was a fresh ear because of what it did to me. I was spiritually intoxicated. So much so, this believer, when they see you weeping the crown, a lot of believers think you're going through. Pastor, I didn't even tell you what I was experiencing. What I was experiencing was the renewal of prayer. that moment I would never be the same. I was infused. All of my spiritual senses were so high. I could feel prayer. Prayer was is my state. So much that when I hear God say something, I fall quickly. I was so tired, I thought after the Lord. Still hadn't eaten anything. And then Brandy and T, they're going to move. They're packing, ready to pack their stuff. And everybody know me and to mean, to mean, give it leave me. So, like, do I go wherever to mean's going, or do I go? Or do I? But I'm serious. The fleshly me. I wanted to be with my grandson, but my inner man did like this. You have to go and be and pack. I packed with you all for what four hours. Keep it up. I had no sleep. Went on the prayer walk. But I had to tell my dream that I had. It was about three things. It was three of us. And Brandon was hearing really what the what Jesus was saying that the Father was approving. That pertained to the three of us. It was about promotion, position, and relocation. 
It's about elevation. But this is spiritual. And this is for the body. This is about, hear me. Promotion, position, and relocation. About positioning yourself. Where are you spiritually positioned? And don't ever get comfortable where you are and how your life is going. Because when it changed, look, you won't be able to regroup because, look, you was not prepared for your life to change, for you to be relocated. And yet maintain your position. God is taking us to the energy and the state of being in prayer. We met some awesome people. We changed some lives. We ministered. But most of all, we were renewed. I'll leave you with this. Holy Spirit told me this in reference to the body of Christ. And I, I smiled. I almost laughed. Because my former bye, Janae, love you. Have a good time with your dad. Our former pastor often would tell Pastor Nye that you have a type of ministry that only a certain type of people be able to endure. First of all, we are a mature people. We're very mature. This is a study ministry. It's a scholarly ministry. We teach mature. We teach with conviction, Pastor. And only those who are convicted of truth can follow us as their leaders. Conviction of truth. We teach mature teachings. And they're spiritual. So if you're a carnal person, you can't respond to the spiritual teachings. And eventually, those who are babes and refuse to mature, you won't be able to follow. But I smile. Because we have to mature. That's the thing. We all have to grow up. We all have to grow up in the things of God. Amen. I just want you to, I want to share with you. 
when you walk in God's love. And prayer is the essence of who you really are. Which keeps you in constant communion with God. Your giftings, your call are mature. And I was hearing so much in service pertaining to us. I don't want you to miss what was prophesied prior to the word to confirm how we should be living. Amen. We thank you for coming out to the gathering, assembling ourselves together. We love you. We encourage you that let's stay the course. Amen. Stay the course. For there is a great reward. And this time and time beyond in eternity. Amen. Oh, we just love you. take this up later. Let's bow our hearts right now. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you glory today, Father. We thank you for your visitation, Father. We thank you for the fellowship. We thank you for the koinonia, Father, with each other. Thank you for your revealing of your word, your truth today, Father, for each and every one of us. Now, Father, we pray against the enemy that would come and try to steal this word immediately from the hearts of the people today. Father, I grant them uh, understanding today by your word that they will hear the word tonight as they go lay their heads upon their beds, Father, that the word of God will continue to minister to them about something they heard today, that it will take root in them. We bless you, Father. We honor you for the fellowship. It's so good to dwell with each other today. Father, I know that we're all at some, uh, some sort of different kind of levels, Father, but we are unified in the one common denominator, which is love. So we bless you. We honor you, Father. Thank you for granting us your grace today. Thank you for your word. I thank you for the elders that are in the ministry. I thank you, Father, just for their families. I thank you for all of the congregants, Father, that are here. Thank you for forgiving hearts, understanding hearts, Father. We bless you. We give you glory. It's in the name that is above you, Father, the name of Jesus, Yeshua salvation father now go in peace shabbat shalom today father.